Welcome back to the Fantasy Funk House. Week 13, got a great show for you. In the house, very special guest tonight, one of the founding fathers, Longshot Lenny. Len, how you doing? I'm great. I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Uh, well, as I said last night on the picks, I had to shoehorn my way in here because the, the guest list is so long. I mean, I just had to pull rank to get myself on here. <laughs> Because even though I don't play fantasy football anymore, I still like to talk about it. Well, we're lucky to have you. As always, got my co-host, Double Jerry. Jerry, how are you and KJ tonight? Doing well. Week 13, season seems like it's gone already. Playoffs around the corner. I'm excited. I'm nervous. Lots going on. Lots to talk about. Very nervous. Yeah, so up until... What, last year, this would be the last week of the regular season. So, week 13 always has a, a special place in, in my heart. Oh, boy. Yeah, last week, it was tough. Uh, lost a heartbreaker in dub league, just plummeting down the rankings right now, licking my wounds. Uh, lost a heartbreaker to Webb and Crook. Um, got a big win in Judd's league, but now I play him. And his team is an absolute juggernaut right now. He's got his bench is probably better than my starting lineup, which is very intimidating. So I'm going to need a miracle there. Uh, what other? Oh, I locked up a playoff spot in my dynasty league. So I'm very happy about that. I'm sitting in fourth. I play Centra this week. He's in first. So that's a nice battle we'll have. You know, we both locked up a spot. And I believe, technically, I've locked one up in Brad's league, what I call the league that I help him run. Uh, team is very middle of the road, but there's some really good teams and some horrible teams. So I'm just sitting there on a technicality. Uh, I could still lose out and to, I, I guess, Foof, but he'd have to outscore me by like 300 points over the next two weeks. So I, I think I'm pretty safe there. Um, other than that, uh, pretty up in the air. You know, Sankey, I've been out for... Two months, probably. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to need some help in the others. So, Jerry, how would you do last week? Very tough week. Uh, one and four. One in uh, our Dynasty League. Other than that, big losses and, you know, matchups I needed to win. Uh, loss and dub as well. Um, dropped me down a couple spots. Luckily, other people lost, like yourself, to keep me afloat. Uh, really tough matchup this week. That's basically a must win for me. Best team not, in the league not, you're playing. Yeah. Not very confident. It's just, man, you look at his whole starting roster. It's, it's stacked. Um, but anything can happen in fantasy. You never know. Um, but it's, 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 it's crunch time now. It's time to make the moves. Very true. And I would be remiss if I did not bring up the, Nothing short of spectacular run that Short Boots has put on in Dub League. Our own Unreal. Mr. Just Right. And, and I was a guest on the Picks Pod last night. And I didn't realize he started one and five and has since yeah. been five and one. Yeah, he's on a tear right now. Crazy. He's sitting in sixth, bumped Nate down to seventh. And I got to really, yep. you know, if I could somehow take down Nate this week, he's going to be. Mentally a wreck. 
Just yeah, he's going to be in trouble if you beat him this week. A shell of himself. It's, he's he's already refusing to come to football day because of it. So, <laughs> you know, we called this a while ago, so that's nothing new. But um, midlife crisis yeah, is on. He don't want to show his face. Nate is the kind of guy that I see. You know, if I'm lucky, twice annually. I think uh, 2022. And it might be. It might have been only once at the Crook League draft. Might have been the only time I've seen him this year. It's disappointing. I really like Nate. I know he doesn't listen to this at all. But oh, he listens. I he pretends like he out. doesn't. I wish he's coming to do. I, I heard there's a rumor he could show up for Sunday at football day. Allegedly, it's not true. Web, alleged, Weber uh, said that. And then uh, speaking of Nate, uh, shout out to our boy, my boy Nate. You guys don't know him really, but he posted on Facebook about how. You guys' expertise has really led him to his best record in a decade. So, oh, that's uh, awesome. Shout out, yeah, shout out to Nate. For, yeah, we uh, gave him a little shout out. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, appreciate that, Nate. Thanks for listening. We're very happy we could help. Love when our listeners give us feedback like that. So, yeah, no doubt. Good deal. All right, Jerry, uh, I know you got a little recap of uh, last week. Why don't you hit us with it? Yeah, let's let's talk about the hot players of Week 12. Uh, quarterback number one was Justin Herbert. Um, really, really, it was a three-way tie between him, Allen, and Hurts. So uh, it was really good to see Herbert get top, back up top there. Uh, 33 fantasy points. He had three touchdowns. Uh, after those top three guys, we got a, a couple surprises. Uh, Trevor Lawrence at four. He had 321 touchdowns and three three touchdowns. Or sorry, 321 yards, three touchdowns. He's starting to he's starting to turn it on a little bit. I think he's starting to figure it out. Uh, Jags are looking a little better, and then uh, one of the uh, the QBs of the show, uh, the the White Mike, at number five, three hundred and fifteen passing yards and three touchdowns. He looked great out there with the Jets. Really uh, got those wide receivers going. Uh, running back, Josh Jacobs, number one on the week, forty eight points. 229 rushing yards, two touchdowns. He, this guy knows what he's doing in his contract year. He's putting it up numbers. Uh, it, it's crazy. The, of course, the week I picked him to smash, it doesn't pan out. But uh, yeah, fuck that guy. It's, it's my Seahawks so bad. I don't fuck Jacob. <laughs> uh, second, Miles Sanders. Uh, he had a, a great showing. 143 yards, two touchdowns. Love to see that out of him. Eckler continues to dominate. Uh, I think he's running back one on the year. Uh, 11 catches for 60 yards and a touchdown. James Conner had a big week. And then at number five, Jermichael Hasty sneaking his way in there with uh, ETN going down. So that'll be one we want to follow and see what happens with him. I'm sure uh, Hasty was a popular pickup this week. Uh, wide receivers, a lot of good wide receiver uh, games this week. Uh, top five, we had Justin Jefferson, number one with 28 fantasy points. Uh, actually, it was number two. Sorry. This is uh, filtered weird here. Uh, Chris Godman actually was the leader with 12 catches, 110 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Amon Ra at number three. Then we had Zay Jones come back out of nowhere. Uh, number four, 11 catches for 145 yards, 14 targets. Uh, all these guys, the top four, all had 10-plus targets. And then uh, Garrett Wilson at number five, 26 fantasy points. Five for 95, two touchdowns. And T. Higgins had another big game. Give him the honorable mention. And then uh, tight ends, as usual, a crapshoot. 
Um, Dalton Schultz was number one on the week. Love to see that. 19 fantasy points. He's starting to – he's finally turned into the tight end we wanted him to be all year. He had two touchdowns. A couple randos here. Jelani Woods at two. He had eight for 98. Josh Oliver, he had four for 76 and a touchdown. And then we had Travis Kelsey at fourth with his usual touchdown. And Hunter Henry at five with three for 63 and a touchdown. Uh, right after that, you had Hawkinson rounding up the honorable mention, five for 43 and a touch. Um, pretty good week overall. Wide receivers really excelled. Um, but nothing too crazy. Uh, some injuries to follow up on. ETN, some other running backs. Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how it's going to play out here in week 13. Some surprising names on those lists. Uh, Jacobs just continues rolling. Um, I still don't know how the Raiders won that game. I mean, the Seahawks played absolutely zero defense. It was one that's a start to start. I mean, they got yeah. no pressure on Carr at all the whole game, and they obviously couldn't stop Jacobs. Jacobs had over 300 total yards of offense. I mean, Gino played really well again, but, you know, you can't you – no, know, K-9 had two touchdowns but did nothing to, to run the ball. And you just can't give up – I mean, they couldn't get off the field. No for no third downs, they couldn't get off the field. It just couldn't stop them at all. Yeah, it's a tough week for them Seahawks. Uh, I know I had Gino as my smash, and spoiler alert, he came up just short. Just short. He he was good. He was good. He might have been top ten though. I'm not sure. I'll have to calculate that. I would say he had three he had three hundred plus and and one maybe only one touchdown, maybe two. Definitely. He had two. He had two. Yeah, Yeah, he had uh twenty four fantasy points, so a great day. He can be I think that qualifies as a smash to me. We'll have to check the numbers on that. I'm biased, but I mean (laughs) (laughs) Len bias? There's a reason yeah. why your name's Len, Len Bias. Len Bias, that's me. <laughs> he was, he was uh, QB 11 on the week. Oh, man. <laughs> Thought I could that's have a, it. They must, but there was a lot of good numbers in because his numbers weren't bad. So, to no, be 11, I, I can't believe there was 10 guys better, honestly. Yeah, he, yeah. Had a, he had a good game. So, All right, we'll do a little look ahead, as we always do to week 13 here tomorrow night. Bills at Pats. I know I took the Pats last night more of in a wishful fashion on the picks pod, but I think Bill's going to make it pretty hard for the Bills here and, and, you know, Bill versus Bill. But I think that Allen's been not necessarily struggling. He had a great game last week, uh, you know, fantasy-wise, NFL-wise, kind of commanding the game. I still think he struggled. Um, they're not the same team, but I do think they're better than the Pats. I just think Belichick at home – Playoff contention on the line. We'll see what happens. Uh, I, I still think Allen gets home, and uh, probably Singletary has a, a a good game there. Diggs, obviously. Uh, the one o'clock games here kind of break it up into uh, a couple blocks. So first four: Steelers at Falcons, Broncos at Ravens, Packers <coughs> at Bears, and Jags at Lions. I think yeah. pretty easily the most exciting game out of this is Jags at Lions. Uh, yep. You know, Ravens, the only playoff contention to, well, technically Falcons, I guess, are still in it. But uh, Lamar Jackson added to the injury report with a thigh injury and some serious questions I heard on uh, Sirius XM on the way home. So not sure. I, I didn't read the blurb, but I just heard them talking about it on the Fantasy Alarm show. So something to look into. But they're playing the Coes. 
I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they play Huntley and because they're pretty confident that they can get by them at home. Uh, Rodgers is up in the air. Uh, Trevor's coming off a big game. And, uh, you know, Steelers coming off a big win against the Falcons that are still fighting. So I think it sucks. I think we talked about it last night or maybe last week. The longer that the Falcons are in contention, the less like we, we are to see Desmond Ritter at all this year, and I'd really like to see him play. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see him play too, but, um, you know, Mariota's done enough. I mean, right, yeah, so right now you're probably not going to see him play. They're only half game behind the, or whatever the, the box, so they're right in the mix. Um, them and the Steelers. Steelers have been playing better as well. It's, you know, those are like these games. Lions, Jags is fun. But, the, you know, the beef of the schedule is obviously at 4 o'clock. A couple of humongous games. For sure. Real exciting games. But, yeah, I think Jags-Lions is definitely a little potential spot for me to find a long shot in there because that seems like a game where you're going to get about six, seven touchdowns between the two teams scored. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. so that's a good place to try to find three touchdown scores and uh, make some money. Yeah, no doubt. I agree. And, uh, you know, like you said, we'll talk about those, the 4 o'clock block some enormous games and, and very much looking forward to, you know, two in particular, one certainly in particular, but, you know, before that we got maybe the most dramatic showing of all. Uh, Deshaun Watson makes his return to Houston after an 11 game and then, you know, 17 last year. So a 28 game stint of not playing, uh, you know, Len, I know you're a, a Watson guy, uh, yeah. Your internal struggle shows because you're such a Clemson guy, but you're also probably the most liberal person that I know. So yeah. the conflict of the Me Too movement with your Clemson, uh, you know, orange blood, uh, yeah. kind of describe that that inner monologue that you have with yourself. It, yeah, with. honestly, it's very difficult because Watson, is he's my favorite player. He Before this, he was my favorite player probably in the whole league. I love, I love Watson. I love them at Clemson. And he was a exemplary student athlete. There was never, a, you know, a word of any mispropriety or anything like that. So it was stunning when all this stuff came out. And, you know, the first one or two, maybe you're like, well, you know, maybe this is something that wasn't true, blah, blah, blah. I mean, when you get in the 20s, you can't, there's no more take, thinking that way. You know what I mean? Obviously, he did a bunch of terrible shit. And I would no, never in any way support any of that stuff. I think it's ridiculous, everything he did. Um, but... He's, you know, he, they put it in front of a couple grand juries. They chose not to press charges. So he's followed the legal recourse. He should be able to earn a living again. So he's back playing football, something that I do think he's very good at. So while I, you know, obviously wish he would have never done any of that stuff and he'd be like, you know, revered in the league, um, that's never going to happen now. So he's just going to have to either win or lose games. Um, obviously, 20, 28 games without playing is quite the task to overcome but i'm on i'm in on watson this week i think watson puts up a good good game against a terrible houston team and um the browns get a win but you know that's all you can say i mean it just sucks the whole thing sucks that's all there is to it yeah it's something uh i am in the camp of that watson is going to show 28 games worth of rust when he gets back on the field and chemistry with his guys and he's got all the ability in the world but I don't know that little stint that we saw in preseason was horrible it was worse than Jacoby Brissett has ever played in his career so I know it's just preseason small sample size but 
I think we see a little bit of that. And then as the games go on, you know, it gets a little bit more polished. Jerry, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, you don't know the, of course the reports out of practice are, you know, just about how accurate he is. Everybody's, you know, he's just been so good. I heard that today. You know, all those are always true. So, I mean, I, it must, he must be ready to go because everybody at practice is reporting that he's on fire. So we'll see if that, you know, lives up like all the other practice rumors. We'll see. Jerry, what are your thoughts on, on Watson? I, I think he'll, we'll see some rust too. It, it's going to be interesting because Brissett has been playing pretty good for them and they, you know, they built that chemistry up throughout this season. So it's, it's weird to see it in week 13, just like, it's almost like they're starting over. It's, it's it going to take time to build that chemistry, I think. So I don't know if it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm excited to watch it. And of course the drama of going back to Houston for his first game adds a little spice to it. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever ever hear the level of booze that we're about to hear um, th- this Sunday in Houston. So, looking forward to that. Uh, you know, while you guys are sitting on my couch on, on football yeah, day, so. uh, I'll be in a food coma. So, whatever yeah. happens, it'll be it'll be euphoric. I'll be I'll be nursing my third degree burns from the hibachi grill uh, after yeah. the stir fry. So. Um, also, we got Jets at Vikings, Mike White at the helm. We know we can put points on the board. Kirk at 1 p.m., though. Yeah, that's that's the stressor there. Uh, the Washington Durs at the Giants. Titans at Eagles. That's an exciting one. It's probably the best game of the yeah. 1 o'clock. Uh, yeah. Two huge contenders right now. And yep. what do you guys think of that game? I'm real yeah, excited. Sir. It's uh, – I'm, spoiler alert! It's good. It's got a, it's got a smash pick of mine in it. The guy with the revenge game against the Titans. Oh. Excited to see AJ go back. I guess we're doubling down because <laughs> I think he's going to tear it up. You know, he's talking to his boy Hertz like, "Hey, you yep. got to feed me the ball all oh, day." Yeah. So, um, I don't know. The 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 Eagles have struggled a little bit lately, but I think I see them winning this game, but. It's still hard to say. I took the Titans, actually. Yeah, me and Matt both took the Titans yep. on the show. I, You know, uh, Philadelphia's run defense has been very weak without Davis in the middle. And so, you know, I just think they're vulnerable. Um, the Bengals – or, I'm sorry, the Titans go off a loss to the Bengals. Um, you know, I, and on, you're right. The Eagles have just looked a little um, – not – pedestrian by any stretch but a little more beatable the last few weeks even though they only lost the one game so right. i like the titans here but i think this is going to be a really good game yeah this is the best one o'clock kiss absolutely a lot of action a lot of primetime players a lot on the line you know yeah probably yeah, I, I think the number one nfc team against maybe the number uh f- four or five afc team yeah in my maybe opinion. yeah maybe Somewhere in there, probably, yeah. I would say. Yeah. No, no easy task, though. The Titans are never an easy task. Nope. No. Nope. And they got one of the best run defenses ever. So I think the run game, especially with Sanders, had a big, big week last week. And I think that they're pretty quiet this week. So, I, I you know, like Jerry said with AJ, I think they're going to lean on the pass. Titans are like second to last um, for, with uh, fantasy points for wide receivers. So. 
see how that goes. Four o'clock block. Seahawks better smash these Rams. They don't have any starters playing, I don't think. There's no telling who they're going to shut down next. Donald is out for the foreseeable future. Obviously, yeah. Stafford. You know, we talked about it on the pod last night. There's no run game. There's no pass game. And their defense is getting worse by the week. They're, they're not going to put up any fight whatsoever. And they don't even have a first-round pick to tank for, so... Seahawks by a mile there, and we'll get into two enormous matchups here. Uh, one AFC-NFC battle, Dolphins at the Niners, and I couldn't be more excited for this game. I got a lot of action on my fantasy team, and obviously I'm a big Dolphins guy. Um, McCaffrey story with his knee irritation. Uh, Tua yeah. playing against probably the best defense. Well, I think they're probably the best defense in the league right now, so the best defense he'll face all year. Can he live it up to the challenge? And also, Mike McDaniel against Kyle Shanahan and those two running backs, Mostert and Wilson, against their former team. So, It's it's a lot of storylines there. I love it. A lot of drama. A lot of drama. So, luckily, it's a 4 o'clock game. There's only four of them, so less games for – uh, Hanson to flip back and forth too, so I think we'll see a lot of the game, which would be nice. Um, who do you like in this game, Jerry? It's a, it's a tough one. Um, I think I'm going to take the 49ers just because of their defense. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, they have a good offense too. Jimmy G's not going to, you know, he's not electric, but he gets it done, and they got plenty of good offensive players. So, yeah. The Dolphins, I think is the biggest weakness. Yeah, we'll see if their defense can kind of rise to the challenge there. But uh, Niners... Yeah, I would love the Dolphins to beat them for the Seahawks' sake, but I, I, I just like San Francisco a lot in this matchup. I think they're yeah. going to uh, I think they're gonna figure out a way to slow down those receivers, put pressure on Tua quick, and you know, get him off his spot a little bit, and then you know, he's not the same quarterback. If you, you know, if you can get him off his spot and make him good through a second, third read, I think they'll do that. So I like San Francisco. Yep, I I couldn't agree more. I'm anxious to see the test as a fan. Um, Hoping for the best, preparing for the worst. I think it'll be a great game either way. I mean, I'm going to be rooting my ass off for the Dolphins for sure. I hope the Dolphins win. But We'll be painting the town teal Sunday evening if uh, they can pull that out. That's right. And then Chiefs at Bengals, another huge one. Uh, AFC championship uh, rematch from last year. And Chase coming back, a lot of questions on the offense for the Chiefs, not production-wise because they're still dominating, but Juju kind of scaled back last week. Uh, McKinnon's hurt now. Obviously, Clyde is on the IR, wasn't really doing much anyway. Uh, Kadarius Tony probably not going to play. So, big matchup, probably a shootout, but those games that we think are a shootout will, you know, like you said last night, Len, could be a 13-10 to 10 game. Right, you just never know. I mean, I, this game here, if it's not in the 30s, I would like high 20s, low 30s, I'd be surprised. This game seems like there should be a lot of scoring here. I think the Chiefs are going to score a lot of points here. Yeah. No doubt. An exciting one to watch, though. Love to flip back and forth between – uh, Dolphins, Niners, and Chiefs, Bengals here. So, uh, rounding out yeah. the four four p.m. block, we got Chargers at Raiders. Chargers plenty of either couple couple frauds. Yeah, Chargers are still fun to watch. That 
Yeah, this isn't a bad game. I think this is going to be a good game, actually. Yeah, good rivalry game. Um, I know we talked about it earlier, but the NFL flexed out uh, the Coes and the Chiefs next Sunday night to, I think, a 4 o'clock game and put in Chargers-Dolphins. So looking forward to that one, yeah. two, two very fun teams to watch. Herbert versus Tua, five and six in the draft a couple years ago. Uh, a real good oh, storyline. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Sure. So we'll be we'll be talking about that. You know, everything pointed to Herbert the first couple of years, and now I think everybody thinks Tua took a you know a, a good step ahead of Herbert this year, just from how he's handled everything and the success of the team. But I still I think very highly of Herbert. So um, going to be yeah. I mean, people, if you listen to the you know national media, I mean, I think all of them would probably still prefer. Uh, Herbert, I was obviously I said Herbert was going to be a bust, so I obviously was completely wrong about that. So I don't really have a lot of room to talk because <laughs> I thought he was a, a bust waiting to happen. So whatever, but I did I did like Tua. I I have stuck by Tua. I don't know who I think's better, but I do think right now, in terms of helping your team win, there can't really be an argument. Tua is playing better in those ways as far as who's making. And I know. You know, uh, Herbert makes all the plays and stuff, but they just lose a lot of games they should win, and the Dolphins aren't doing that right now. So in that sense, which is the most important sense, winning, I'll take Tua right now. Yeah, no doubt about it. And that draft class, I was too busy gushing over Burrow because uh, I just love Burrow. And, you know, Miami was really trying to get up there to one to get him, and they just couldn't make it happen. But very happy that they got to uh, – I didn't want Herbert either. I didn't necessarily think he was going to like bust bust, but I, I definitely wanted to over him. And then, you know, the last couple of years, even this off season, I remember talking to, to Chris saying like, man, what a blunder that was for Miami. And now yeah. obviously my mind's changed. We'll see if they can keep going. Uh, we'll talk about that game next week, Sunday night Colts at Cowboys. Uh, this is going to be a bloodbath. Cowboys are firing on all cylinders and, you know, I'm pretty critical of Dak on this show, and I think Dak's been playing phenomenal lately. Uh, just his post-snap kind of progressions and how he analyzes the defense, uh, I, it's just been really impressive getting a lot more guys involved. Obviously, they got a lot of playmakers, but he's the guy running the team. So uh, uh, Cowboys are a terrifying team. I think they're – I think they might be a better team than the 49ers right now because their defense was the best defense for most of the year, I think. And I think the 49ers lately have kind of overtaken that. But two very similar teams with firepower on both sides of the ball. But I just think the Cowboys are going to be, you know, they'll choke in the playoffs, but they're a legit contender. (laughs) Yes, I agree with the last statement. (laughs) Yeah, so and then Monday night, we got uh, Saints at Bucks. You know, I picked the Bucks last night, Len, but I'm really regretting it because <laughs> Tom just doesn't look the same. And he's, you know, I just keep looking at that stat line of Evans. Nine targets, two receptions. And a lot of those weren't on Evans. That's the, that's the odd thing if you watch that game. So I'm having trouble just kind of understanding this Bucks team. And Rashad White had every chance in the world to take that job. And he might have. He played very good. But he should have had double the yards from scrimmage that he did. Saints aren't anything special. Uh, I know Glenn's a big Andy Dalton big, guy, so he's looking forward to him. The, yeah. The biggest <laughs> question about this game is just, is, are we going to have to watch Andy Dalton again? Why is he still quarterback? That's really all 
I want to know. I mean, I'll take Brady and the Bucks for certain because while Brady hasn't looked like old Paul Brady, he looks like better than prime Andy Dalton. So and this is prime Andy Dalton. So I'll take Brady in that matchup. And I just want – I honestly hate James Winston, and I've been wanting him to start for five weeks. And I don't even like him. I can't stand him. So just get anybody but Dalton in there. Anyone. I like Jameis probably for the same reasons that you hate him. Really? Yeah. <laughs> He's such a I'll wiener. Just, I would – it's just the whole, the whole thing. I'll take – I would take Taysom Hill start. <laughs> just anything at all. I feel like Jameis' persona is so genuine, but he comes off as like nobody is that big of a – of a fucking wiener and then it's like the russell wilson thing where everybody's like is this a real person are you an alien like are you a reptilian yeah very i odd. i just don't know i just don't think Jameis is very good but i would much rather see him play than dalton at this point yeah um i don't really like Jameis doesn't bother me he's kind of funny and stuff like that and the little stuff he does he's, yeah this seems pretty dumb but I just don't think he's very good, but he definitely adds more excitement and I think a much better chance to win than Dalton does. Yeah. I mean, he has to give you a better chance to win. He throws the ball down the field, you know, so much better. He brings so much more to your to your offense. Like Alave's been good. Imagine if Alave had Jameis all year. Yeah. He probably would have caught a bunch of big balls, you would think. You know what I mean? That's a big reason why I was so high on Olave <laughs> coming out of the draft, because Jameis is a gunslinger, man. Me too. He's gonna throw. He may throw. He might throw thirty picks. Thirty and thirty. Also throw for like five thousand yards. So <laughs> right. that's why I like the law. Of <laughs> I agree. Yeah. All right. That'll wrap up our look ahead here, and uh, we'll hear a word from one of our sponsors. You guys know the drill. When your family is real hungry, eating Applebee's special steak. Delivery from your friends in Napoli's. Happy in Napoli's, you'll be happy in Napoli's. You'll be happy in Napoli's. Get some sweetheart wings and some pepperoni when you're real hungry with your family in Napoli's. Stromboli. Shout out to Napoli's, uh, Len, your place of work. How do you like working at Naps, Len? Oh, man. It's, honestly, it's the best. I mean, that's not even, I'm just not even lying. I, it's the best. Like, it's the best job I've ever had, for sure. I'll have it until they sell the place or I retire, whichever comes first. Uh, it's the best. Stephanie and Webb are the best. They're the best people you could ever ask for to work for. It's amazing. I make good money. And and most importantly, I have zero stress. So it's just a cool job. One thing about that ad, though, I do have to say this. I love the ad, but this is directed to Jerry directly. Um, I mean, it just seems like such a layup that when you get delivery in there, and my name's Lenny, it just seems like such a layup that we could have had a Lenny mentioned in the song. I just noticed this the last time I listened to it. I thought, I mean, deliveries in there, Lenny, like, I mean, it's so easy. And then yeah. I was like, oh, man. So yeah. I just wanted to say, Jerry, that's a miss. That's a missed layup right there. I'll tell you what, there's, 
there's really like we could make endless versions of that jingle <laughs> because there's you can pretty much put anything in there and it works. So yeah. we'll get some more uh, mock-ups ready. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's always next year. We got the whole off season. I just noticed that not today, but the time before when I heard it, I was like, you know what? I, he could have said Lenny right there so bad it would be perfect. <laughs> Love it, uh, Len. What's your favorite thing to get at Naps? Real quick. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, my favorite thing, just this goes back when I first started eating Napoli's, I was probably like, when I remember it anyway, like order for myself, 14, 15 years old, me and my buddy Ricky the Fink, we used to order, each order a large stromboli back in the day. Um, since I, I'm a huge ricotta guy, so my order, my favorite thing is probably a large, uh, stro- or sorry, large calzone add salami is what I usually get. Wow. So that way, you get the calzone, add the salami in there, and it's uh, it's great. I I love the calzone. Calzones and strombolis <laughs> are the top thing there, in my opinion. Salami, calzone. <laughs> Put some salami in your calzone with you some know? ricotta. <laughs> it's never ending. That's that. That's a special one, but that's a custom yeah, order. Yeah. We've never we've never heard that one. That's a great one. I'm gonna have to try that. Sometime. The uh. Well, you know, I'm an insider, so oh, yeah. you know, I got secret uh, menu. But Mike, Mike, and I, whenever we order out there, when I bring one out, um, when we're recording after uh, after I shift, uh, we get uh, what's uh, we're, we call it a living room, yeah, you know, living room calzone in LRC, <laughs> and uh, it's basically <laughs> the calzone, the rose calzone. If you guys know about the rose pizza or the rose calzone, it's so it's like sweet sauce, uh, the uh, ricotta cheese banana peppers and then we get add pepperoni add mushrooms uh and and that's how we roll out there with the lrc the, wow. LRC, the living room calzone. that sounds great pull up a little tv yeah. tray in the living room that's, that's nice that's right it's a nice it's a nice one you know when i bring that one out there get a get a slice in you before uh you get on the old uh podcast that's great all right Let's jump into the Fantasy Funkhouse Stock Exchange. So pretty much all, you know, we said last week, trade deadlines are probably gone. But we'll do a quick trip around the table here and uh, see what uh, what we're, you know, stocking up on, what we want to cut, anybody we're looking to buy on the waiver wire, uh, who are we starting, any kind of storylines like that. So, uh, Jerry, do you got one you could start us off with? Yeah, this one's just kind of, it's like a a general question. I mean, we're in week, going into week 13. We've seen how, you know, everyone's performed to this point. Who would you think are fantasy wise, your, your biggest surprises and maybe your biggest disappointments of the year? Who are the first guys that pop into your head? Um, Well, I was going to save this for our MVP show, but I think it's plain and simple. The fantasy MVP right now and the biggest surprise is Josh Jacobs. I think that's, I mean, I, I, there's nobody close in my opinion. Um, he's just, I mean, star. where, he's where played. he was drafting to what he's produced. Yeah. It's... He was a ninth round pick. You know what I mean? I, I think a lot is due to Ramondre Stevenson as well. And I think he'll continue that uh, tomorrow night, but those two guys where they were drafted are just balling and, League winners, whatever cliche in the fantasy realm you want to give them, but if you got one of those guys, you you have a very good chance to win your league. 
Agreed. It's a good one. <laughs> Disappointment yeah, wise. I, mean, I, I think um, somebody, you know, that's, that was, has pleasantly surprised. Although I was on his train, but he's, he went a little pretty low. I don't think people were real crazy about him. I think Christian Kirk has produced at a pretty yes. high level this yep. year. Uh, probably higher than where he was drafted, just off the top of my head. I, and I, I would like him coming into the season, but he's been even better than I expected. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's still, if he's not in the top 10, he's right at, right on the edge of it. So that's, I mean, yeah. he's certainly helped me with my fantasy team, with Mike Evans not performing like I expected. I think the first ones that the, come. I was going to mention the that whole Seahawks my offense. Head. Oh, go ahead. What'd you say? That whole Seahawks offense as well, just real yeah. quick. Like, yeah, the fir- everything. The first names that pop to me are quarterbacks. Geno having his best year. Uh, Russ having his worst year. Yeah, Russ for Fields, sure. Fields has been, you know, on a quite a streak. Of course, he's Tua. You know, banged up right now. Tua, uh, Brady has been a disappointment. Um, and Herbert then really, I think the wide receiver rookie class has just been absolutely phenomenal this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. And I, think, I um, you know, I don't, I don't play fantasy as everyone knows, but I did make a couple of draft picks this year. Just a couple in the Crook League. Uh, one was Geno Smith for Tucker. I picked him in the last round. He said, just take whoever. I just need a quarterback. The last pick. His last wow. pick, I picked Geno there. And I did also pick Tucker, I believe it was, Kymie Fairbairn at one point. So I made a couple <laughs> picks this year. I'd say Geno was a home run. Uh, Kymie Fairbairn, probably a little bit like an infield single. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think, uh, you know, I, I know I picked up Burks, but I think his trajectory is, it's looking good right now, and I'm trying to find a way to, to get him in my lineup, and uh, he looks good. Who, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, out of these, um, all these rookies, wide receivers specifically, you got Pickens, London, Alave, Garrett Wilson, the other guys you've mentioned. If you have one pick on all these guys for your dynasty moving forward, which one you taking out of this class? It's a, it, I don't want to say easy, but it's it's between Olave and George Pickens for me. I think I agree with that, and I like Wilson oh, well, too. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I'm, I'm way out on that. Actually. I like Wilson too. Uh, yeah, Wilson is who I like the most coming into this year, and I like Wilson the most coming out. I think Wilson looks like a stud. I do like uh, Lave a lot. Also, I'm with you guys on that one. Pickens, I mean, I've seen stuff, but you know, not on a consistent basis. Um, but I, st- I mean, I think he's still good. Obviously, Jamison Williams hasn't played yet, so that's right. interesting. And um, you know, the last three weeks, Christian Watson has been. I mean, he to me, Watson, I would probably take in a, in a dynasty league above a lot of these guys because while his numbers aren't what they are yet this year. Like he looks the part. Like he looks like a absolute dominant wide receiver of the future. And, yeah. You know, like the speed and the size looks scary to me. So I'm, I mean, I'm all in on Christian Watson. At, uh, if I was in a dynasty league. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm with you there, Len. Yeah. I mean, the way the only way I can defend Pickens is the quarterback play. You know, Pickens. Yeah, and been, I mean, I don't. I'm not saying anything bad. Like it's Pickens. Pickens has been good. I think Pickens. Um, definitely has potential to be the same kind of receiver I described Watson as, sort of. But I just he's been up and down for sure. A lot of big plays. And, yeah, um, 
He seems to make empty. Seems to make one big catch a game. He's a highlight guy. Yeah, he makes that one highlight play game that pulls you in, and you're like, oh, this guy's something special, which he probably is. He is. uh, He's got all the athletic, yeah, meters for sure. Yeah, that'll bring me into into my question, Jerry. I want to talk about some rookie running backs. So I'm having a lot of issues with Damian Pierce right now. Um, He was so good early. The team is so bad that they're dragging him down. I don't know if I can trust him going forward. I have a few shares of him. Uh, Also, Isaiah Pacheco, he's looking pretty good, but the volume is only what he's getting on the ground. So it's not horrible. You know, it's great with the Clyde out, but there's no pass catching, and Mahomes leads the league in, you know, basically passes from the red zone to the green zone, whatever you want to call it. So, it, yeah, it's it's. I don't want to say it's frustrating. It's just he's not set up to smash. He's just set up to be like pretty solid, you know. So, yeah. um, Algier looking good, yeah. But these these rookies, uh, what are your thoughts on them? I'm trying to find um, some other ones going down here. Uh, obviously, Bruce yeah, Hall. Well, obviously, K9's the one that I'll, I'll obviously talk about. I mean, K9 yep. looks like he's the the finished product. I mean, he looks like a real deal. He got shut down last week, but still scored two touchdowns. Um, you know, obviously, he's going to be their guy going forward in Seattle. They're always going to be a run based offense as long as Pete's there. So I think uh, K9's a guy that, depending on how this season ends up, you might see him at the very, very top of drafts next year. Like very top. You beat me to that. Opinion. Yeah. So. And, and I think a couple weeks after he kind of broke out, I told, I think it was the show with Judd. I told Jerry, I'm like, he's the first round pick next year. And I still yeah. believe that he is, um, especially with the team that they have. And I know that they have like a top three pick right now because they got a pick from the Coes. And yeah. I would, first of all, I'd trade back if I were them. But if they can't yeah. find a suitor, I'm taking the best offensive lineman run blocker specifically that you can get, and I'm going to maul people with K9. And that team could be terrifying. Um, you know, they need some help on defense too, but I didn't even bring up K9 because he's not even the same stratosphere as these other players. So I yeah. couldn't, couldn't agree more with you. These guys I'm just struggling with, specifically Pierce. I just don't yeah. know what to do with them on my team. Yeah, I think it's with him. It's tough. I think it's just a bad situation. Like you said, he was. I have him in a league too, and he was extremely reliable every week. Uh, definitely putting up RB two numbers, and it's definitely falling off now because they're really, you know, falling apart worse than they already were. So he's tough. I mean, I think you got him unless you got other options. I mean, maybe you treat him more as a flex than your RB two, but. It's tough this time of year. There's not many options out there. Has anybody in you guys' leagues, has, have people been picking up uh, Zonovan Knight from the Jets? Is that guy a hot name this week? He got picked up, yeah. He was yeah. picked up. Yeah, I figured so. I, I just <clears throat> was looking at a couple lists. of you know, He was 99% available in ESPN. That yeah. article was from yesterday. You know, but, like, I wondered. I, I didn't watch a lot of that game. I didn't see a lot of them, but he's – put up numbers apparently so yeah um, he's out you know he's probably out there in some leagues probably not now but maybe if the if your waivers are just opening up or something like that yeah he could be a, a good play specifically this week because carter might not be there and he could get a a lot of work yeah and um hasty looked all right in jacksonville he played a little bit 
I always liked him when he was in Kansas City. Old Jamichael Hasty he never really got enough run to do anything, but he had some. He had a nice touchdown catch there in Jacksonville and put up sixty some yards receiving. Yeah, I cut him in my dynasty league um, because the Niners cut him, and you know I think he was on a few different practice squads. But it's so crazy what guys can turn into. You know what I mean? So, yeah, sometimes it, it, you know it's it, that's what I mean. Sometimes these guys bounce around, bounce around. Like look at Dante Foreman now, you know. And he's he's been bouncing around, and he's been you know goal a you know, role guy. Now he looks like a legit number one guy. Who knows? But you know, it's like all these guys. You never know where they're going to come back around for sure. Now into our smashes for the week, brought to you by Burger Daddy. Obviously, shout out to Brandon and uh, Mocha Mama as well. Shout out Janae. So, week twelve smashes. I had Geno Smith at quarterback. We already talked about it. Twenty four points, eleventh on the week. Not a smash. Big Naj. 35 yards, one tut for 10 points. Uh, left in the first half with that abdominal strain or, or injury. Might not play this week. Didn't get the smash. Uh, wide receiver, I had Ayuk. He had 5 for 65 for 11 points. And Foster Moreau, 3 for 31 and 1 for 12 points. So Moreau saved me one smash out of the week. So not good. Yeah. And Jerry, we got news. This is huge. What's that? Two firsts in the living room last week. King Crook comes in and put on a spectacular performance with the number crunching and the analytics, and the fans have been all over us about King Crook. What what a yep. what a great guess! But we have our first four for four smashes. Wow! Herbert two seventy five and three for thirty three points. K nine. 26 yards, as Len said, nothing much, but two tutties, as Crook predicted, for 16 points. Mike Pittman, 7 for 61 and 1, 19 points. And TJ Hawk, 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 5 for 43 and 1, 15 points. 4 for 4, a perfect Unreal. smash for King Crook. That's awesome. Yeah, well-deserved. I mean, he, like I said, he sounded good on the show and... Um, you know, obviously had his facts straight. He had stuff to back it up. So good guest and a uh, great guy. Killed it. Killed it. Yeah. Love Crook. Um, looking forward to football day with him. Weber comes in and wait to hear this first. Weber smashed two, uh, two and one 17 points. They pulled him basically at halftime. So he would have smashed, uh, still can't give it to you, John JT 86 and one for 18 points. Godwin. Unreal, 12 for 110 and 129 points, potentially the wide receiver smash of the year. But Weber did not even pick a tight end, and I re-listened to the episode today. So he wow. only has three smashes. First time ever we skipped it. I'm sure all the fans were like, where's I, I, yeah, Weber's tight end? I listened end? to it, too. I, I just listened to it um, on Sunday, and I was thinking – I, I finished it on Sunday, and I was like – they never even asked Weber tenant. He never said a tenant. They don't have a tenant. I thought that to myself. <laughs> then I just figured, like, who cares? You know, whatever. But, yeah, I heard it. So funny. So, funny. so um, I was talking to him today. I was like, who'd you pick? And he's like, I think Kelsey. And I'm like, you better not have Billy. <laughs> of course he goes for Kelsey. Like, oh, okay. You shouldn't even be allowed to pick Kelsey. Well, you shouldn't. That's the this. thing. But I thought it was so funny. He went right for Kelsey. Like, oh, yeah, that's definitely my guy. And he didn't even <laughs> yeah. pick one. Honestly, Kelsey should be illegal in smash picks, to be honest. It's yeah. not even the fair. Yeah, yeah. He's like a Josh guaranteed Allen or Mahomes. Yeah. 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 No, no, you're right. 
Um, not a great smash week for me. Uh, I had Dak at my quarterback. He had 18 fancy points. He had a good day, but uh, 261 yards, two touchdowns, but he also had two interceptions. <laughs> that brought his points down a little bit. Uh, Najee at running back. We already mentioned him. He had 10 fancy points, and that was only because of a touchdown, and he left uh, after getting hurt. Uh, DK Metcalf, well, he was my only smash of the week. He had 20 points. Uh, wide receiver 13 on the week, uh, 11 catches for 90 yards. Um, I said he was going to get 100 and a touchdown, but I'll take 11 catches. And then I had uh, Knox at my tight end, and he was horrendous. Three points, two for 17 yards, two for 17 yards. Yeah, tight end's just a disaster, really. It's tough to get anyone outside them top few. Not a good, not a good smash week. Oh, well, it was for Crook. was if you're a guru like him. So... <laughs> All right, week 13. It's, I, I got to say, Jerry, it's crazy how often we double smash because we do not mention these to each other. And the few times that we have, it's never been a double smash. Uh, right. Except for, you know, you just let it slip for AJ earlier. But um, right. crazy. I just, we got to stop uh, talking about football so much. <laughs> Our minds are just, they're, they're bonded. They're in sync. Yeah. All right, so we'll start us off this week with a quarterback, and I'm going to go, Len's going to be a big fan of this, but I think that Trevor Lawrence keeps it rolling in the dome against Detroit, and a big matchup, and a very good spot for him, so Trevor Lawrence for me. I like that. Uh, For me, I'm going to go with Lamar. Uh, He hasn't had a blow-up game in recent weeks. I didn't know about the uh, injury you would mentioned earlier. He does get Denver this week, so he could have no legs and still put up a smash performance. Yeah, it could be nothing. When? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little bit further off the beaten path, boys, for this one. But I like uh, Derek Carr to smash this week. Oh. I like Carr against the Chargers. Um, it's different. I think he's gonna get about two seventy and three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Right. Carr has not yeah. had a three-touchdown game in since, like, 2020, I think. Just throwing it out there. All right. Well, there's a first for Here it comes. So many years. All right. Len, why don't you hit us with a running back? Uh, running back, I had a little bit more di- difficulty figuring out who I wanted to go with here. Um, I really want to go with Henry, but it's, like, such – it's kind of not fair. So, I don't know. I'm going to – I'm going to, um, like – I think I'm going to go Brian Robinson here for this one. Um, you know, like the big hat he wore, um, you know, brought it back in, up their sales 200, 2,000%, excuse me, overnight by wearing the giant hat. And then it uh, prompted me to go back and watch that Shark Tank episode, which I, you know, I discussed on last night's pick show pre this story. I told the house and Mike, I said, I want to know the, the financials of this company pre and post Brian Robinson wearing that hat, and wouldn't let me know the next day. There's a TMZ story. It was amazing. So I'm gonna, you know, go with Brian Robinson here as my span. I like it, Love and it. we're gonna get some LRC giant hats, some big hats, <laughs> two two G's, oh, God, big hats. Awesome. How great would that be? Would <laughs> <laughs> be it would be hilarious. I Mike, I knew would love those hats so much. I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like. Mike's going to love these hats. And then as soon as we brought it up yesterday, Mike lit up like a Christmas tree. He was so happy to talk about them. I mean, it was great. Love it. It's such a Mike. It is such a Mike piece of paraphernalia. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of a better one. 
Oh man, Jerry, you got a running back <laughs> for us? Yeah, um, I haven't. We we've been talking about him a bunch, and we all love him. Um, I haven't had a chance to smash him, so I'm going to do it this week. Mr. Walker, Seahawks get the Rams this week. Donald's nice. out. Rams are in shambles. I think Walker runs all over him, hundred plus and a touchdown. Very nice. Uh, I hope you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, um, my running back. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat around the bush, guys. This is kind of a cheat code, but I, I you know, I've been pretty uh, out there with my smashes this year, so I think I kind of deserve this one. And I'm gonna take Nick Chubb against Houston, and I think they rely on him in Deshaun's first game back against the terrible uh, rush defense of Houston. And I think Chubb could have close to 200 yards in this one. It's a good call. Uh, wide receiver, we already talked about it. A.J. Brown, revenge game, two tutties. I think it's two tutties, at least 80 yards. Two tots minimum. Yep. Yeah, I um, I like the Chubb smash. I almost picked him, actually, myself. I'm going to go uh, Christian Watson here in the, uh, for that receiver. I think the Packers, um, as we know, Rodgers owns the Bears, and I think he's going to put it on the Bears here because people are questioning him. He likes that stupid motivation. Uh, I think you're going to get a big Rodgers game here. And I think uh, Watson's going to be one of the beneficiaries of that. Could easily see that. It's a good one. Uh, Jerry. Or, I'm sorry, Len, why don't you give us a tight end? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, for tight ends, um, I'm not crazy about a ton of them this week. I did see Cal Pitts is out for the season. Um, you know, guys, that I'm a big tight end guy. So I like to go a little bit. I like to go deep here. Um, I yeah. was real impressed with Jelani Woods on Monday. <laughs> Huge game for him. He kind of came out of nowhere. Because I, personally, am a big Mo, Mo Ali cox guy. Love so, Mo Ali. Yeah, I'm a big Mo Ali cox guy. But it seems like he's slipping. He's losing his grasp on that starting position there yeah. a little bit. Woods got featured big time. He had seven catches coming into Monday. And the last I looked, he had eight on Monday. Yeah, so, nine targets, yeah. eight catches. I'll yeah, say he's so, not he's not losing his grasp because of his hand size. I can tell you that. <laughs> no, he's a large man. But uh, for this particular one, I'm going to go with my boy Triple H, Hunter Hurst Helmsley, Hayden Hurst. Nice. I like Hayden Hurst for Cincy. I'm going to go with him Almost. Very close to taking him. Uh, the, I'm going to just jump on, double smash him, because that's who I was uh, oh, nice. picking as well. Um, we almost I mentioned him. earlier, tight ends are a mess outside those top big names. Um, I like the matchup here. They play Kansas City. I think it could be high scoring. Uh, so I think maybe he flops his way into the end zone. Triple H. Love it. Almost triple smashed. Uh, the only reason I didn't is because Chase coming back, just a lot of mouths to feed, but I still think he could have yep. a great game. Uh, pretty cut and dry for me. Dalton Schultz against the Colts on Sunday night. Schultz against the Colts. Not, yeah, maybe I was not thinking a, about Schultz as well. I was, I almost went with Schultz yeah. there as well. Maybe, maybe not a, guy. maybe not a two tutty game, but I think he gets one and somewhere around forty yards. Yeah, I think that's. Better. I also big. I'm, I was close to picking Kate Otten. I like Otten a lot in Tampa. I think he's going to be a pretty special player going forward. He very well could. Yeah. It's shown at rookie year, and, and, you know, if a rookie tight end shows up, that's that's saying something. So, Yeah, I mean, Brady seems comfortable with him. So, like, going in, down the stretch, I think you're going to see a lot of looks this way. Love it. All right, that'll wrap up the smashes for the week. 
Big thanks to uh, Len for jumping on. We love having you anytime. Just flex that uh, rank muscle and, and join us. Yeah, yeah, it's a blast. I love this show. You guys do an awesome job. I like it. And I think, you know, all the changes you made, it's really tightened it up. It looks good. It's good. Sounds great. Great guests. Um, and, yeah, let me talk about something I don't even participate in. It's just a kind, <laughs> very kind of you guys. And I look forward to seeing you both for football weekend this weekend. We're going to eat enormous amounts of food. Oh, I can't wait. Enormous amounts of I think you should leave and football. And it's going to be fun. I can't wait. <laughs> Love it. As always, for uh, Jerry Two Chains and KJ, I am Matty Funkhauser. You are just now leaving the Funkhouse. Thank you very much. Tune in next week for the Week 14 Smashes, the last week of the regular season. Good luck, everybody. Peace.